0: This year, our homes and our offices are now the same space. Maybe you've had to deal with overhearing your partner's conference calls. Or one of my friends was telling me the other day that they've been sitting in their car in the garage for some necessary alone time. We've all been dealing with even more stress than usual. And if any of these scenarios sound like you, it's a good idea to get support from a therapist to figure out how to find peace and quiet within yourself. Talkspace therapists give you the support that you need to feel your best. Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. Your therapist can help you set and achieve your goals. I think you'll be amazed at how much progress you make each week that you attend therapy. You guys, I love it because it is affordable. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. Instead of waiting for an appointment, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist 24-7 and they'll engage with you five days a week. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off of your first month with Talkspace to match with a licensed therapist today. Go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code HAPPY to get $100 off of your first month and show your support for the show. That's happyandtalkspace.com.
2: I think you can work on how you react to things. I think you can change that about yourself. I think becoming more conscious and aware and all these things, what you can't get is more driven, in my opinion.
0: Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Here we go. Welcome back to the show. This podcast, literally one of my favorites. I'm just at that place in my life where I want to hear the raw, real journey of what it looked like to build your company from scratch. This passionate idea that you had getting brought to life and all of the walls that you constantly hit as an entrepreneur. And this conversation is definitely exactly what I was needing, and I know that is, it is going to help you too. So Josh Landon started his career telling stories from behind the lens, filming, directing, writing, and producing films and documentaries featuring some of the world's top surfers, snowboarders, and skateboarders. The passion for bringing his athlete friend's stories to life led him to create St. Archer Brewing Company. Maybe you've heard of it. And later Harlan Brewing Company. Recognizing all of his friends were quickly developing a taste for hard seltzer, Josh saw an opportunity to create something different and tell a new story with his friends from all walks of life. Ashland hard seltzer was brewed to bring people together to share moments and create stories as one. Moments are fleeting, but stories live forever. And side note, Josh just sold St. Archer Brewing to Coors for $100 million. And most recently, he sold Ashland Hard Seltzer to Anheuser-Busch after only 11 months of building the brand. You guys have got to listen in to how all of this happened. Let's get started. Josh, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm I'm
0: excited. You're one of those people I, I actually wish I could I would have hit record like the second we were on because I was like, oh, he's <laughs> he's giving great stuff already. <laughs> okay. You guys, I'm really I'm really thrilled um to have Josh on, not only because of all of the things I just uh read in his bio, but also you are uh like I'm mutually building something at the same time, I feel like. So you don't know this, mm-hmm. but you are like a a secret mentor. It's like when you're my friend, but you don't know that you know you're my friend right. online, like that type of thing. So I'm super excited. Yeah. You're a massive inspiration. Um, I think you. the the reason why I'm so inspired is because you are doing it all over again, as well, yeah. Um, yeah. with a new company and a couple of the things that I heard on some of your just different interviews and in, in your story um, was just like that moment when you decided to go completely all in, even when it seemed really like, you know, no one had been doing what you were doing before. Um, And also, you know, raising money from people who really didn't have a lot of money, but fully believed in you. Um, So we're going to talk about your story in a second. But I I think that Mm -hmm. everybody listening can relate to those moments of like, Oh yeah. my god. This is a lot of pressure. This is all on me if I decide to go past the tipping point with that dream and go all in. Like yeah. have you always liked that pressure or how did you deal with the pressure of like holy shit. This is like do or die.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think um yeah, I've always enjoyed I've you know I grew up in Ventura, um, which is a small coastal town just south of Santa Barbara here in Southern Mm -hmm. California. And, you know, I think for me, I, I always, you know, if I wanted to do something small, I guess, you know, in the kind of entrepreneurial phase of my life, I, I would have just done it there, you know, like I would have been the only brewery. Um, I would have been a big fish in a very small pond and, um, I've never been afraid of being the biggest fish in the biggest pond, mm. and really, like that's what I wanted. I, that's just—I guess it was really just an internal thing, right? It, it wasn't something that I, you know, I—I I didn't read it and go, "Oh, I actually want all the pressure in the world." I've just <laughs> always been comfortable with it. I've never—I um, I never think about, you know, how much I've. Gosh, I've in the last eight years I've probably raised almost $50 million privately Wow! from like folks just like you and your husband, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, I've gotten no venture capital money, none of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's always been just regular folks like me. Yeah. Um, so, which I guess would provide more pressure, right? Because yeah. it's whether you're giving five grand or 500 grand, it's all relative to whoever you're speaking with. Right. So um, the pressure is just the same. But I guess I've I I wholeheartedly believe in what I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's you know you get to a point where I can do everything right. I mean, I can get now I've got it down. Kind of I can get pretty damn close to getting get it to where I can control people buying it. Mm-hmm. But you can't like physically make them pull it off the shelf. Yeah. But I know if I do everything that I do, if people just walk in and go, Ashland sucks. Like I it looks like shit i've heard it tastes like shit i'm over it. i don't want it mm-hmm. i can't do anything about that mm-hmm. you know but what i can do is is get it there and give us the best chance to win and that's all i can really do and i'm confident in my abilities to do that
0: okay um, so what, something that you said just it, it's like what makes you different or what is it something that can be learned where you said, you know, you have to believe in what you're doing. Like, what do you think has made you believe in actually going for your dream? Because there's a lot of people at home who are like, I have this really big dream, but I don't believe in myself. Is that your parents or what was that?
2: Yeah, I think um, it was definitely, um, it was my parents on both sides of it. Um, My, I'm an only child. Mm -hmm. Um, My parents are working class. Um, You know, we didn't have a ton of money. My dad... I never got the approval from my dad that I think I was looking for. And my Mm -hmm. mom on the complete flip side was very supportive and and was like, follow your dream. And I actually believed her when she said I could do anything that Mm -hmm. I wanted. Um, I was an awful student. Awful. Same. (laughs) Um, Didn't go to college. Um, And I just kind of... You know, I think I think it's innately in you. You know, I think that's that's one of the things that, you know, you, you know if there's something in you that you just need to do, right? It for some folks it's maybe doing a triathlon. Maybe it's like, you know, it's it's working somewhere or it's like something in you and for me, like when I was a filmmaker full-time, I just knew that I was going to do whatever it takes to make films. Mm. And then now with these businesses, like there's nothing that's going to stand in my way. And that's not a learned trait, right? You, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't learn how to have that emotion in you. yeah. And I think that that's where most folks, I think one of the things like when you're at college and you're at the, you know, business school or whatever you're doing, that's like, that's probably one of the biggest things is you can use that time to figure out who you are. That's probably the the biggest thing, right? Like you're, you're an employee, or you're a business owner, or you're an entrepreneur, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's, and there's a big difference between all three of those things, right? And and the hardest one, and the least gratifying in a lot of ways, and the one that is is being an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. There's like there's moments that are fun, like ninety nine <laughs> yep. percent of it fucking sucks, <laughs> yeah, right? Like <laughs> that's just like the that's just the reality. It's it's you know the emotional things that you go through are just not fun for yourself and your family. And, um, you know, but there's been a lot of things that have that have made it possible for me to be where I am, you mm-hmm. know, like that's, you know, my wife and I've been together since we we're 15. Um, mm. so like, you know, and she's been that supportive, um, person in my life to when I had the idea for St. Archer and, and I came home and told her we're moving and, you know, like the, you know, a lot of people in that situation, male or female say, are you out of your fucking mind?
3: Mm -hmm.
2: We have, we have two kids, three and a half and six months, and you want to move to San Diego to build a business. You're not a brewer and you don't know anyone in the alcohol business and you want to move and you're doing a capital raise. You don't even know what a capital raise is. Mm. And, um, you know, the fact she didn't say any of that and, just said, I believe in you and let's, let's move to San Diego. And I'm excited. Is that's, that's an abnormal response. Yeah. Right. Totally. Um, and so I think there's a lot of things like that, that you need to kind of break your way, you know, and that's, that's, a that's, that's a lot of it. And a lot of it, people don't, you know, I think for me, the internal drive has just always been there. And mm-hmm. I think it it came from wanting approval,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, I think like most people don't talk about they they say like the yeah, it came because I'm competitive, which I am, but it came from wanting people to needing that external validation, and mm-hmm. I just took it to the highest level, I guess mm-hmm. um, and but that's the real reason was mm-hmm. just um, you know I, doing things big enough for people to say that was amazing. You know, like if mm-hmm. you work, you, you work a regular nine to five job, which most of my friends do, you know, it, no one's really telling you that. And yeah. I guess that was a big enough thing for me that I, I needed that, that I just never got. And, um, you know, fortunately, you know, it, it, it never really comes right. You got to get there yourself. Yeah. The, the content need, it needs to come from with, from, from within and it took me a long time to figure that out. And, um, it feels nice to be there now, but it's funny <laughs> because like, even through all the success and, you know, I didn't feel anything. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't feel anything. Um, which is crazy to say, cause most people say, oh, when you, when you saw your checking account balance or you bought your new house or you bought these new cars or like, you know, people usually go to the material. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I felt absolutely nothing when I got all that. Mm. I didn't like smile. I didn't really like say, wow, I'm proud of myself. Never Mm -hmm. did that. Um, Mm -hmm. It happens in the most random ways. Um, For me, it actually happened a trip to Philadelphia of all things. So.
0: Okay. um, Tell me about that. What was it?
2: Yeah. My mom is from Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. um, And as a kid, our like annual trip would be go, go back to Philly and see her family and um I'm a huge Philadelphia sports fan and our thing together was to go to Eagles games mm. and you know that's what we did and you know fast forward you know uh the president of the Eagles is actually an investor in Ashland
0: <laughs> that's um, awesome
2: yeah so mm. we we got connected which is really fun for me for obvious reasons right mm-hmm. um being able to text him on draft day to figure out who we're picking is (laughs) fun for
0: me. Good for your fantasy football. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. If I wasn't such a huge fan, I don't do fantasy because I pick all (laughs) Eagles and I be like the worst person in (laughs) that. So I'm flying in. This is right before COVID actually. This is recent. Mm. Um, And I'm flying in, I'm, I'm looking out the window and I'm looking at Eagle stadium and it, it just hit me that I'm like, here I am at, 41, um, flying into town to meet with the president of the Eagles. Cause mm. he's an investor in my business. And I was just like, you did it, man. Like that was yeah. the thing that made me, you know, feel like you, you did it. Like there's, there's, there's really nothing else. If everything else stopped from here and I, and I got to that, then, mm. then I'm okay. You know, yeah. but it's funny cause it wasn't like what everybody thinks it is.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it just, uh, it just wasn't. Yeah. Well, I I am resonating with that so hard. And I'm wondering like, if that's a trait that actually makes people successful is not to get too high on the highs and not too low on the lows, like that ability to, even though it's like, you look back and you're like, wow, I should probably like feel more happy or celebrate this or do the thing. Like I, I I do think that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that all the time. I'm like, I kind of surround myself with girlfriends who literally I'm like, Hey, make sure I celebrate this over here. Cause I'm just (laughs) like, eh, yeah, that was great. But it's, it kind of becomes like this thing that you wake up and you do. Like yep. you, you almost need this like big challenge and purpose or yep. I'm, I'm like very extreme. So I'm wondering if you feel that way, like you either need to like be really like in something challenging or you're kind of like, mm-hmm. what is, what is this? Like, why am right. I here? What,
2: yeah. I just, yeah. I just won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's the, yep. uh, you know, and I, I fortunately I'm in that place now, but like, I think that's, you know, going back to what you said is, is there a, you know, is it, is it something that's learned? And like, I I really don't think it is. Mm. Um, I think it's innately in you, regardless of what my dad or mom, um, I, it would have been there,
3: Mm. you know,
2: like Mm -hmm. it would have, it it was, it's just there. It's, it's that, that, that drive and, um, competitiveness and probably mixed in with insecurity and all those types of things. It's, that's just kind of what my makeup was. Um, but I think, you know, uh, it's, it's hard because I know everybody wants that, like that one sentence or like that magic bullet to like, kind of the thing goes off in your head. It just doesn't work like that. You know, it just doesn't.
0: Yeah. yeah it's interesting. Um, I, di- I didn't like under, I didn't know I was an entrepreneur until later. Cause I'd always had, you know, j- like yeah. rando jobs as well, like terrible yeah. jobs, but yeah. at every job I was always just like, don't. I literally can't believe I'm letting someone tell me what to do. Like, it was I always know, just like I this, know. This like, I felt unemployable. Like I was just, <laughs> I was a hard worker, but always yep. like, like, yep. uh uh-uh. like just, and I, I had like a just wait, like, just wait till you see what I can do. Even though I was like a yep. barista at a coffee shop. Like,
2: yep. yeah,
0: yeah. did you ever, so when you, did you have like jobs or were you always? Mm-hmm. A, you yeah, know, no, okay. I
2: started I started making films when I was 18. I started traveling around the world mm-hmm. and filming surfing and which was awesome. But then from when I made my first film to make my first film, I was uh bussing tables and bartending in Santa Barbara in my early 20s. Yep. Um so yeah, I had that. I think I think it was I was it was fine because I knew I was doing it to do something else. Yep. Um but I, you know, I think it's um I think it's important for everybody to have those jobs where like it's not you just gotta work, you know, and and it's it's important to like have a a goal in mind. But I think a lot of people that's what that's what happens. They 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 take those jobs with a goal in mind, and then the scary part is like jumping in the deep end. Mm, Yeah. And I think that that fear is what holds everybody back. For me, that fear. It's, it's weird because in my personal life, I have that where I've had anxiety and like mild depression, especially like going through these different, you know, peaks and valleys as being an entrepreneur, it's emotionally taxing. Yeah. Right. Like, and, um, I've had all of that, which I guess would be in some way, shape or form fear, but in my, my professional life, I have zero like I don't have that mechanism in my head that's scared, I, mm. which doesn't really make sense because I have it in my personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, but in business, I just don't have it.
0: So let me ask you, because I mean, fears come from you thinking a thought and then going down that train of thought and then imagining yep. what could the all rabbit happen, hole. Yep. the rabbit yep. hole. So do you just... Avoid the rabbit hole? Like, have you ever gone down the train of thought? Like, oh my God, what if I lose all this money? What if I, you know, no, no, you just don't go there. Like, you don't even Never. give it life.
2: Never. See, but, mm-hmm. but the weird thing is, is in my personal side, I would, ah. you know, like if that's what's so strange. Yeah. Maybe maybe that's where it stops for me or in a lot of ways, I've I've had it so much where you get that worst case. Like if my wife doesn't call me back, I'm like, she got in an accident. She's dead for sure.
3: Yeah. You know, that's, you go right that's, there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like all the way to the worst case. Yeah. So, but in, but in business, I don't, um, and I don't know why I, I really don't know
0: why. So did it. Okay. So this is so interesting to me. Okay. So Yeah. Do you just not like, maybe in business, do you feel like a sort of like wall of protection? Did you, I mean, I'm just going to unpack this just one more second longer because I'm so curious if we can pinpoint it. Like, did you maybe get the idea that even if you lost everything, it'd be okay and you could reinvent yourself? Did you see someone do this? Like, did you, is there, because sometimes when I believe something, it's because I can like go back to... Someone or something that I was like that's the belief I'm gonna keep, you know
3: mm-hmm. can you mm-hmm. think of
0: anything like that where you were yeah, just like, think, yeah, like, you can well, always reinvent yourself or
2: yeah, no, not so much. I think I find comfort in you know you're when you're doing consumer facing businesses, yeah. even though like i I own an alcohol distributorship too, so that's that's not um consumer facing but like I find a lot of comfort in just doing everything that I can do. Mm. Right. And like if I build the best brand with the best team, with the best liquid, we have all the distribution. We have all these things. We have everything going for I I built it to be the all-star team and all these things. Yeah. Well then that's all I can really do. Mm -hmm. And like if if you do all of the right things that you can control and then it goes to the uncontrollable, which is forcing someone to buy it and like it. Mm-hmm. Um, if that, the uncontrollable fails, then then that's that. Yeah. I mean, that then I, I could look you in the eye as an investor and go, I did it all. Like, I did it all right. And you would say, you know what, Josh, you did. Mm-hmm. And it didn't sell. I mean, yep. you can't control that. So I think for me... I'm so driven in the being the best of what I can control that maybe that provides a lot of comfort for me in the things I can't control that which could ultimately put you out of business. But like, if I was losing sleep over whether someone's going to go to the local grocery store and buy it, it's like that's crazy. Mm. You know, like I just can't control that.
0: Yeah, you
2: know. So um,
0: do you have a theory on like your dreams or ideas? Because I. I clearly you've created now two things that people desire and want and all the things. So the, like the ideation process, have you always just been like, you know, do you follow what excites you the most? And you're like, that's it. And I'm running with it and I'm going to drive it, you know, to the end. Or is it like, do you always have a ton of ideas, or kind of like what is your theory on why you've been successful following these certain ideas? What is it about the idea in the beginning yeah. that lets you know for you to have such crazy certainty in your ideas? Right. Like, there's got to be something.
2: Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I think for me, it's like a gut. Um, it's the ca- it's a category. <laughs> it's which sounds weird because. When I did St. Archer, I like I I didn't know anybody in the beer business and I've I'm not a brewer. Yeah. So like <laughs> there's really no reason for me to do a craft brewery, right? right? Like there's no, there's no real good reason. Um other than I just wanted to build a brand and I saw a category that was massive and getting bigger, mm-hmm. and I didn't see any brands in it. Like I didn't see, you know, you come from skateboarding and, and surfing like I do. Um, everything is brand and marketing, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I looked at alcohol. I think that's why the alcohol businesses suited me so well is because I'm very aggressive and, and want to go really, really fast. And, and alcohol, if you have that type of attitude, you can do well, right. Like, whereas like non-alcoholic or food, it, It it doesn't work like that, you know. You can't go door to door. It just doesn't work like that. Yeah. Um. I tried that. I owned an organic little kids juice and coconut water, um, called Villager. Mm. So like I I I I think for for me it 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 was really you know with hard seltzer you could just you I I see the category it's exploding. Yeah. And there's no brands. Like there's no like White Claw and Truly and all Like, who are you? You're nothing. Right. You know, you're, you're like a, almost like a commodity level on the shelf. Like no one knows anything about you, which Mm -hmm. coming from surfing and skateboarding, you know, everything about those brands, the people who are buying skateboards and surfboards and wearing the clothing, they know everything about Supreme and all these, right. Mm -hmm. Um, And alcohol, that just doesn't exist. Yep. And so there's, 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 and then I, when I kind of get excited, then I'll start looking into the category more like, you know, hard kombucha. There's a lot of things I don't like about it. Right. Just mm-hmm. like the business end of it. And, and do I think it's scalable? And do I think it's this and that and blah, 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 you know, all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and hard seltzer was really the perfect fit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been much harder than I thought it was going to be. And I mean, Mm -hmm. and I own my own alcohol distributorship, you know, and like, and and with the track record that I have, acquiring talent to work at the business is obviously much easier and um, all those types of things. But I think it's just a fee. I hard seltzer came out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I was meeting with an investor and he asked me if we were going to have a hard seltzer come into our book at scout distributing. And I said, I'm, I'm looking for one. Mm. And he said, well, you need one. And I said, no shit, but <laughs> they all, you know, like, yeah, they all, you know, like truly it's all the big corporate monsters and mm-hmm. they all have distribution. There are no independent hard seltzers Yeah. and the light bulb went off and I said, fuck, I'll just do one. Mm-hmm. And that's usually how fast it happens. And from idea that day to the first can in the market was five months. Wow. So I just go. A thousand miles an hour,
0: which is really fast. <laughs> really, I can really attest fast. to that yeah. right now. That is so. I think, super like fast.
2: you know, in getting everybody on board and raising capital and formulating mm-hmm. everything and doing it all, it's it was fast.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: but I I knew that I needed to be the first independent craft seltzer that didn't come from a brewery. It needed to be a standalone business with a standalone story and authenticity. Mm-hmm. And that's what would make the impact. That's what the category was missing. And I guess I was, I was right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I want to just, that, just that moment where you were like, it's that fast and you're like, oh, it's got to be me. Is that just like a full yes in your body? Yep. Yep. Just like, a, and then yep, no here it is. Back. And then you don't yep. look back. Yep. That's nope. okay. It's yep. totally what I do. And then I'm like, shit, yeah, here I am. Okay, here we go. Yeah, we're, uh, doing yep. we're doing it. We're doing it. Yep. And I think so I talk a lot about that moment on this show just because that's where people they look back and go, but you know, what was that? Was is it right? And I, I take that moment of just like that full body, yes, when it's when your energy spikes and it's like you can yep. fly for that 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 10 seconds or that, you know, one hour, however long it lasts, it's fast. It's like a, you know, Mm -hmm. a match lighting and then it goes out. But I lock that in like so close. And I'm like, if I have this feeling and I decide to do all I can, kind of like what you said, like do all that you can set yourself up for success, then I believe that it will be successful. Even if that wasn't the most successful, but it got me to my next successful idea. And I just, that is like just what I follow in my bones, yep. every single every single time. So was that what you got yep. with Saint Archer? It was just like the yes, we're doing it, and you didn't look back.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it was a little it was a little bit slower than hard seltzer, maybe because I I'd, I'd never done an alcohol right. business before. Um, but there was a moment when you know I was eating dinner in L.A. with the with the two guys that I founded the company with, who were pro skaters and were not involved in the business. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like you know, Josh, you have this great idea. We're excited to do it with you, but we're the face of Nike and the face of DC shoes. Like we're I'm, we're not stopping that. Right. So it's really up to you.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: if you, if you want to do it, we support you. Um, if you don't want to do it, it's just going to go away because mm-hmm. we're not doing it. And I made that decision in that moment and said, I'm doing St. Archer. And I drove home, told my wife that night, I'm quitting making movies and we're moving to San Diego and we're doing it. And mm. there was and never looked back. Um, and somehow figured out how to move down here and raise $3 million, and, um, <laughs> have no fucking idea to this day, how I, how I did that. I do think there was one, I think like, you know, I think a lot of people ask, like, how did you, how have you raised all this money? Mm. Like, how have you got? And I think a lot of it is personality, mm-hmm. you know, just the, that's God given stuff, right? Like, your personality is God given, mm-hmm. and if you have that personality that that people believe in when you speak, I I don't think that's learned. I think it's like it's an authentic thing, you know. And I'm not like a salesman. I'm not like I don't network and all that bullshit. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't. I'd rather just stay home. Like mm-hmm. that's that's my innate personality. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> so so like when I but people people, when you say you go into the deep end, like all the way in, Mm -hmm. you know, if I was meeting with you and I was telling you, I'm doing this brewery, this is our aesthetic. This is the story. It's all these surfers and skaters, and we're going to build this thing. And I moved to San Diego and I have two little kids and my entire fucking life is on the line. Mm -hmm. You would go, I like betting on people with their life Mm -hmm. on the line. Yep. Right. But if I sat in front of you and said, well, I'm I'm down in San Diego and I'm working this other job and I'm trying to like hustle this side thing with St. Art, you'd be like, well, yeah, I mean, why don't you like jump in and then call me back? Yeah. Right. And I think that's, that's the scary thing that people don't want to do. They want, they think they can develop something on the side and you can't,
3: Mm -mm. you
2: got to just go all in and like, we dude we we had nothing we mm-hmm. couldn't even pay our bills the first year we were here mm-hmm. i mean we were all in and um you know it was and i never you know janine never said what if it doesn't work out and i never thought what if it doesn't work out you know and you know ultimately selling the business two and a half years later um i think like that that belief like that overwhelming internal belief in what i was doing is essential
3: mm-hmm. and
2: i just don't feel like that's a that's learned but i think for the people listening or or you know i think you can discover if you have that in you and that's just as important right mm-hmm. like it's kind of nice to just know hey actually i'm not that person i'm yeah. not that i'm not that's just as important right because yes. it's like Well, then, go be an effective and an amazing employee. You know, some of the best people that I've ever worked with or been around or whatever are not other entrepreneurs. Yeah, they're people that have worked with me or I've seen that I've met at other businesses. Like, um, you know, it's not. I think everybody they read the magazines and they want to be able to say to people they're an entrepreneur, but it's it's not what everybody thinks it is. Mm -mm. You know. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of times where I'm like, God, why do I fucking do this to myself? <laughs> you know, like, you know, like yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's like a, it's, it's almost like it's, it's like a, you're like an addict. Almost. I was
0: going to say like a sickness.
2: <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It's yeah. like, you're an addict.
0: Mm-hmm. And like
2: my addiction is building businesses. hmm Totally. And it's like an all-consuming, you know. And I have OCD thoughts, anyways.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that you know, like, I will think about it and think about it and think about it until it reaches where whatever my goal is,
3: mm-hmm.
2: right? And and I think when you're like that, it's that's there's something, you know, wrong there, <laughs> <laughs> or right or wrong or you right. know, like I. But it, it's just that's that's just in me, you yeah. Know? Um. So yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It is interesting because so many, my husband and I actually work with people who are entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs. And a lot of the times that's the biggest conversation we have is just like, are you sure this is what you actually want? Like you have to be pretty clear on that. And if not, I'm actually so freaking grateful for the people who aren't because I can't be an entrepreneur and neither can you do what you do if you don't have great, you know, people who want to work and support someone else's dream. So it's kind of like, of course. and also like going all in on those dreams for them. Like what is their dream yeah. that supports this other dream? You know, cause it, it is interesting. Like, I'm sure that you feel with mm-hmm. your companies, like, mm-hmm. yes, it's your baby and it's your dream, but there's nothing better than when other people have a sense of ownership in what you've created. Like, I think that's what entrepreneurs think for of sure. is like, how can I, I, I feel like it's not a big enough dream until you until other people are involved and have like a, a bit of a sense of ownership in it. For sure. And then it's sure. like that's that's a dream, you know.
2: I think in, you know, you, it's you know, I've always owned these companies with kind of celebrity types. Yeah. Right. And it's it's fun it's fun for them to like really be a part of it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not this like, you know, I think St. Archer, um was was definitely influential in that way for a lot of folks, like getting people involved to promote your brand and giving mm-hmm. them equity and this and that. And St. Archer kind of kicked a lot of that off, which is weird to say. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, you know, the difference is, is they all, you know, they're all investing and we really built that thing together, right? They're yeah. like, they're these people really are my friends. It's mm-hmm. It's not like, we, we don't know each other and, you know, like Lauren and Michael and, um, like I talk to them all the time Mm -hmm. about what's happening. Right. It's not like, it's not bullshit. Yeah. Right. They, they, it's, it's, um, and I think in a lot of ways, you know, that model is kind of being exhausted and it's, and there's no authenticity to it. Like just because you have someone promoting it, people see right through that. Yeah. You feel it. You know, the way they, way they speak about it and the way and, and the way they're speaking about it really comes from me, mm-hmm. right? So like, if you're really not on that personal level with them, then there's going to be no warmth to what they're saying,
3: mm-hmm.
2: right? And yeah. I think that's been the biggest difference between me doing it and and some other folks. And there have been people that have been really successful, but I think if you you tap into that authenticity, like with what you're doing and, you know, all the, you know, the people that are speaking about your product, if they're, if it's kind of like your voice through them, Mm. then that authenticity and worth will come through, you know, Mm -hmm. you Um, know, but that takes, that takes a strong personal relationship with them. Not just like, Hey, do you want to do this? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a different vibe.
0: All right. So if I'm going to interrupt this podcast for anything, it's going to be about chocolate. For real. (laughs) You guys, I am obsessed with this product. If you want to eat decadent chocolate every day, completely guilt-free... This is for you. So you can stop saying no to all of your favorite desserts and start enjoying food again. Cacao Bliss from Earth Echo Foods allows you to eat all of your chocolatey favorites while making a positive impact on your health. Let me tell you why. Cacao Bliss crushes cravings, promotes proper gut health, relieves stress, supports brain health and mental focus, helps sustain energy throughout the day and even supports your weight loss goals. I used to drink coffee all of the time in the afternoon. And yes, I still love coffee, but I try to replace it with cacao bliss because it's the perfect blend of the world's most powerful superfoods. Peruvian cacao, turmeric, MCT oil, coconut, Himalayan sea salt, cinnamon, and black pepper. And it has more antioxidants than broccoli, blueberries, and even kale. Plus, enjoying this chocolatey goodness and getting all the superfood benefits is easier than ever. You can devour it in a thick, velvety hot chocolate. You can enjoy it in delicious chocolate smoothies, or you can spruce up your morning coffee, all guilt-free. Right now, Cacao Bliss creator Jeanette May is giving 15% off of this delicious and powerful superfood blend to our listeners. All you have to do is claim yours. You can just visit earthechofoods.com forward slash low carb conversations. Then you can enter the code LOWCARB in all caps. She'll send you your cacao bliss along with a digital recipe guide so you can start enjoying it right away. That is earthechofoods.com forward slash low carb conversations. And you can enter the code LOWCARB for 15% off. Yeah. And that, that other one that's not authentic is actually exhausting to you as the person. Cause yeah. it's like you're trying to keep up this relationship that actually doesn't exist, where for it's sure. kind of like you, you, you're almost, for me, it's like, cause I've thought of a few different people, and I'm like, that's just. Even though I would love that, it just doesn't feel easy for me. And when the time came for me to call on them, it wouldn't feel good. So (laughs) it's like, all right. And that's interesting too. So I'd love to ask you about that. Kind of like Mm -hmm. following that authentic connection and knowing that even though there might have been like maybe some very shiny people or some very shiny things, like knowing that you'll be more blessed by the more authentic path. Like, do you have Mm -hmm. an experience of that at all? Um, yeah, I mean, that's,
2: you know, I think I've been, you know, I've been able to kind of pick the the folks that I think would, you know, I've, I've met with plenty of people that yeah. like, maybe they're, they're mutual friends or whatever. And it just didn't work out. Um, you know, it's funny because a lot of people have said, I think, I think that have been with me through raising capital and building these businesses. Like I most of the people that work with me are the same people that I've worked with from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, you know, most of them will say you have this weird ability to sit in a room with somebody and make it feel like you're doing them a favor by (laughs) letting them invest and like, and you're not, but you're not, it's not, you're not like, it's not arrogance or Mm. whatever. It's, it's more so like, this is what I'm doing. I'd be stoked to have you involved. If not, then that's fine. And I'll go find somebody else. Yeah, You know, and I think, and I think um, there's been plenty of people that I've met with and just said that they've said, let's do it. And I go, nah, mm-hmm. like I, we like, we need to like talk all the time, Yeah, you know, and there's been so many people that I, I could have one conversation with somebody and go, oh, nope. yep. first five minutes, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's just not there. And, and I just don't want to deal with their bullshit, yep. you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and you can tell the people, you know. So fortunately, everybody that I, that are involved, I really like, Mm. you know, like I really, you know, I really like them as people like going out to dinner and, you know, not everything is about the business. You know, if I'm in town, Janine and I are in town or they're here, like they're coming over for dinner and hanging out with my kids. And, you know, it's, it's like, if you can find that, then that's kind of probably the secret.
3: Mm. If you
2: can, if you can have the right folks promoting your brand and, and owning your brand with you and, and like you're, they really feel like this is mine. Yeah. Right. And they might own like a small piece, but Jared Goff and Cody Bellinger and Lauren and all the other folks and all, they all feel just as much ownership over Ashland as I do, mm-hmm. you know, um, regardless of how much equity they own. Right. It's it's more about the involvement and and the community of it rather than just transactional.
0: Hmm. I, I think there's so many things about you and your brand that are like, you don't think about them. But if I was to like sit here and break you down or like break down what I feel yeah. like, like, cause I'm, yeah. I love learning. I'm curious. It's just yeah, like, or, yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah. see, um, Because what I do before like meeting with investors is what you naturally do, but I have to like put some thought into it is just Mm -hmm. if I notice that I'm coming from a place of like, oh, I I need these people or I feel like I need them, even the littlest bit of need, I have to like go to a place where I'm like, no, like this is an opportunity and I'm so clear on what this is that yep. it's like, no one will make or break you or this company. Like it's, and everything yep. is like already happening. Cause I'm like, you know, supporting the vision. Like you talk about as much as I possibly can, that mm-hmm. if I'm doing all the right things, all the right people will be attracted. So like, Definitely. I, I just like step back for a minute and I'm like, there's no need here. Like, yeah, I have to release this feeling before I talk to people. And you obviously do that super naturally. <laughs> are just like, no. Nope.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think it, it, it definitely, for sure. I think it, it comes into play with like firing people, you know, before this, I'd never fired anybody yeah. as a filmmaker. Like I, you know, St. <laughs> Archer, we ended with 80 employees. Like, you know, I think, um, you know, our, our alcohol distribution business and brewery, we already, we're already up 70 employee, right. You like, we, we built these big businesses and I've fired a lot of people now. Yeah. Um, some of them really hard. Some of them really high level. Some mm. of them, you know, like, um, and I've had every reaction in the book. Mm. Um, and I think, you know, going into it, it's this: that you don't fit, and this company it, it is not is not me included. Mm-hmm. Like, if I leave Ashland, there it would be a challenge. Yeah, but product would still be on the shelves. Right. You know, like I look at myself like I think everybody is replaceable. And if you if you start drinking your own Kool-Aid, mm-hmm. um, that's really where, you know, I always tell people like when they're like, this is so awful and this is this and we need to do this. and We need to write. I'm like, if you think people really give a fuck that much about mm-hmm. they there, it's like it's a hard seltzer. Yeah, they're seeing it for 10 seconds on the shelf and then they're not thinking about us. People aren't going home and thinking about Ashlyn. Like, get over yourself. Yeah, right. It's it. It's just a quick thing, and if you can keep that kind of humility, I think it's really important. It's hard, but yeah. it's important.
0: Wow, that's really powerful. So, like, you keep the most. You keep it super important, and you follow through with what you need to follow through. But you also don't take it so serious that mm-hmm. it like you know destroys you or your family yeah life or or, death. yeah, yeah no, it's no. that's a really interesting balance of just like you know wh- what is that like is that just like I'm gonna just keep showing up and make sure this thing is successful but it's it, yeah I mean it's taken a lot of time yeah
2: you know like it's taken a lot of time to get to that contentment
0: yeah um
2: and and you know you kind of you grow and learn if you're I I, you know, I, I'm as self-aware as, as, um, as I think you can be always trying to just be better, better husband and father and, um, you know, owner of a business, which is way down on the list. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think if you are self-aware, you, you kind of like, can you just take a step back more often than not. And I think Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't do that. Um, especially in in roles of like where people are telling you how great you are all the time.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: like that's how it sounds crazy to say that, but like it it sure I mean, people are telling me that all the time. Mm. This is amazing, you're amazing, this is everything's you know, um, really means nothing. Yeah. You know, like it just it doesn't mean anything. And like the you know, when people are telling me that I'm the most amazing is in a lot of times has been like the lowest points of my life. Mm. Um you know, and going through all the things that I've been going through personally, anxiety or depression or whatever. So like, it doesn't make you feel better. It doesn't like, it, it, it just, it means nothing. Mm. And so I don't worry about like, I don't follow all these other brands on Instagram and I don't read the trade journals. I don't like read inspirational books and all. That. I don't care what anybody else is doing. Um, I focus on what I'm doing and everything else is completely noise.
0: Mm. So when you, when you are trying, uh, well, I think right now what I, what I'd like to know is like, where in your life are you trying to improve? Like if you're a really self-aware person right now, there's gotta be something mm -hmm, that you're aware of that mm -hmm. you're either working through. Maybe it's, you're noticing more anxiety or maybe you're working through something in your family life. Like what is something Mm -hmm. right now that you're working on and how is it coming up for you?
2: Yeah, it's an easy one for me. It's really just contentment. Mm. And, um, really being content with the things that I really give a fuck about, you know, like, and there's really, you know, there's, there's only a couple things, you know, like, and there's really, when you really break it down in your day-to-day life, like you can get worked up over something or you can, you know, this or that, and you, you, you know, you, you like, you act like you care for a multitude of reasons, maybe you want a certain reaction from someone or you feel like you're supposed to act a certain way or, you know, and I think for me, it's, you know, now there's, there's only a couple things that I really care about and identifying those and, and really only getting up or down about those things mm. and mm. everything else is, it just doesn't mean anything. It doesn't, it means something on the surface, right? Right. Like I want the business to do well. I want certain people to, you know, prosper, all these different things. But like, if you really, I really started breaking down, like, do you really care about this? Yeah. Nine times out of 10, the answer is no. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's really no. And, and I think always coming back to the center of that is, is, has really been a big deal for me. And it's constant work every single day, you know? Like you, you know, you get a call and I, my first reaction was, well, fuck that. Fuck them. Fuck, you know, like, that's like the, and then, and then, you know, now when I get those calls, you know, I'll, I'll actually ask myself, do you really care about this? Mm. And then that, that's changes my reaction every time. Mm. And that's just, that's just. Discipline and being self-aware, I guess.
0: Yeah, that that is so powerful to get clear on the things that you care about, and then yep. you know weigh it against everything that comes in. Weigh it against yep. that measurement, yep. and, and that's been helpful yep. for me. Of like no, know, like knowing your measurements, like and weigh it against yep. that, but. So for drive's sake, like, because, you know, Mm -hmm. you're the driver behind pushing things forward as an entrepreneur and a business owner and the visionary, which, um, you know, can be a lot of pressure. So how do you, it's the weirdest balance, right? Like, how do we keep our massive drive and like, let that Mm -hmm. fire you up when certain things happen, but also weigh it against like, oh, it's no big deal.
2: For sure. I think, and I've struggled with the same thing you know, like it doesn't mean you don't care. Mm. It just means that, that it just your reaction, right? Mm. Like I'm driven and competitive by nature. Yeah, That was like just ingrained in me. There's no, and it's like kind of crazy. You know, I, I could, I have, I, I will keep one thing in my head. It'll motivate me through an entire business, Mm. you know, like I had not to go up on a tangent, but my, the first investor I ever met with for Saint Archer was a famous TV personality, and I was there with my six-year-old son swinging him in his <laughs> in his car seat, mm-hmm. trying to get him to stay asleep. My daughter's three years old, running, going crazy, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is a disaster." <laughs> He's looking at the deck, mm. and he looks at me, holds it up, throws it in the trash, looks at me again, and goes, "Not only is this the worst idea I've ever seen, you can't do it." Mm. And I think like, and then, and then five years later, when I, the wall street journal article came out that I'd sold St. Archer decor as I sent him a text, <laughs> I was right with that article. Right. So that like, that's a, that's a, that just stays, that's just a, that's your personality. Yeah. You know, um, you can't get away from that. So I think like, that's always in me. Like mm-hmm. I'm naturally going to just try and be the best and win that's mm-hmm. just natural But there's a big difference between that and like letting things really affect you Mm -hmm. that you can't control. Right. Someone's someone says something or does something or something happens. Like how I react is what I've been working on. Not so much whether I like am gonna not build the best business I can. Mm. Yep. Right. There's a big difference there. Like it and I think that part is in you. I think you can work on how you react to things. I think you can change that about yourself. I think yes. becoming more conscious and aware and all these things, what you can't get is more driven, in my opinion. Yes. I just, I that's just, I think you are or you are not. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you wouldn't be an effective employee. Right. But it takes a certain kind of personality to go, I'm building something from scratch and I don't give a shit what anybody says.
3: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah,
2: that's it's a different. It's a yeah, but it's two totally different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's. Uh, I think it's just a complex deal. I guess. <laughs>
0: It's it's all very complex and it's, it's it is. weird because it's all related and then you have to all separate it as well. It's very bizarre. Yeah. I could talk about it all day for the rest of my I, life which is why I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure. let's talk about this with everyone. Um, sure. So I want to know for you, do you have some, I mean, you, you've had so many life experiences at this point. You've built successful businesses and I think mm-hmm. with that, obviously there's been a ton of failures. That's why you're successful. What are some universal truths like about, let's just start with, we'll talk about relationships as well, but for building a business, is there like, if you were to write a book with like one to three universal truths about building business, what would those be?
2: Man. um, I think number one is it's, it's way harder than you think it is. And I think which goes along with number two, it's not as great as you think it will be (laughs) or as fun or like, it's really not. Mm -hmm. It's really not. It, it, it's like that. Um, and then number three, I think against all the adversity, which could be at home or people in your life or people telling you, you know, outside noise, like going to work anyways. Mm. You know, and that's a hard thing to do. Like, yeah, my first, my first two years living here, and and um, when I was building Saint Archer, and we were probably one of some of the hardest years of our marriage. You know, and like we've been together since we were fifteen. Yeah, um, it was a really, really hard time. And when you're going through those arguments, you know, no one talks about all that, right? Mm-hmm. They just see like the product on the shelf. Oh, you're killing it! You guys must be stoked. And like, really, <laughs> why? That doesn't mean shit about anything.
3: Yeah. Right. Mm
2: -hmm. Um, they don't see what happens to get all of that there. Mm -hmm. And like your wife feeling like alone and, and you move to a new place and she has two little kids and she's frustrated and I'm not there. And all of those conversations going on. And then like, you go to work anyways, Mm
3: -hmm. you
2: know, and you keep pushing through that is fucking hard.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Right. And like, it's, it's emotionally hard, right? Yeah. And, and like to, to stay in that headspace and not feel like a complete selfish prick and mm-hmm. like talk yourself out of it. Cause that's easy to do. Forget it. I just quit. Yeah. This is, this is too, is too gnarly. It's too gnarly on her. It's too gnarly on the kids. It's too gnarly. On, you know. It's too gnarly on me. Um, to stay with it, 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 it really tests who you are. And mm-hmm. so that's why I say it's way harder than you think it's emotionally way harder. Yeah. You know, and like all people see is the end and read magazine articles and, and even then that's not what it's
0: cracked up to be, you know? So what do you um, think the payoff is? Because there are days, obviously lots of them you had mentioned, you know, the 99% of days that are super yeah. crazy what is that payoff that keeps you coming back? Like, and I, and I know most people who listen to this are, you know, dream builders, entrepreneurs, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So they we're right there with you. Like, yeah, why Mm -hmm. this is, uh, you know, amazing. We wouldn't have it any other way, but it's also the worst thing ever. So what, what is the, what is the payoff for you?
2: For me, it's really like, you know, you reach that point where you go, this is a successful brand, Mm. right? Um, And it's, that's kind of the drug, I guess, is Mm. building something from nothing against the odds. And I mean, everybody told me, how are you going to get people to not drink white clon truly? (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, well, I'm going to go show you how I'm going to do it. Mm. You know, like, and that's, that to me, you know, the win comes when, and you can just know, like, you know, the, the momentum is there and everybody's, consuming it and talking about it and, and all you, you know, when it's a success, right? Mm. Um, and for me, it really just proving to myself that I can do it when other people think that I can't. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And, um, that is the internal fire that just stays until I go, you did it. Mm. Mm -hmm. So there's no real, like, it's not so much, well, yeah, when I sell a company, then I go, then that's the moment um, that's not really the case. Um, yeah. it's more so like you you did it. you you really, I enjoy disrupting a category. Mm. That's really what it comes. I enjoy competing at the highest level.
3: Mm-hmm. and
2: if you can piss those people off, mm-hmm. you won mm. and mm. I've done that. Mm. So I like that. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I Think like that. so you when you start getting that feedback that, like, so-and-so is pissed off and they're moving your display to the back and they, you know, <laughs> they, they like, they have all, then I'm like, we, we did it. We did it. We're it, good. Yeah. Yeah. We're good. We, uh, and then whatever happens from here, you know, like my goal for Ashland is to build a national brand. Um mm-hmm. And I didn't get to do that with St. Archer.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I didn't, I didn't. um And really, I think when I sold St. Archer to Coors, that's where I kind of figured out y- you, re- you are an entrepreneur because mm-hmm. like if, if I would have stayed at St. Archer and just worked for Coors, well, then I'm a business owner.
0: Mm, interesting.
2: Right? There's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of my friends that have sold their companies, they just stay there. Yeah. They're, they don't go do, I've done five businesses in between St. Archer and Ashland, mm-hmm. which is really looking for that feeling again of competing. Mm. And some businesses provide you that and some don't. Mm. That doesn't mean they're not successful, they're just, you don't get that feeling of like, we're really disrupting and and we're really punching people in the mouth as hard as we can. Mm. And that's the feeling that I was looking for again. Yeah. Um, and I only wanted it one more time. Yeah. Like this is, this is it. This, this one is, is it for me. This is it. Yeah.
1: I'm we'll done. talk again like, in I, a little while. I'm just kidding.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm done. I, I, my, my, you know, Janine, we don't, I, I don't have it in me to yeah. do it again to start from scratch again. She doesn't, you know, and I, 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 I think this is it. Like I, 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 I've done it, you know?
0: So do you, are you starting to see what your plan is for after this? Do you want to do, cause it's seems like someone with your personality though, will always want to be in something. So is it like yeah. you want to help out yeah, with other I mean, businesses, I'll, advisory roles? What is that?
2: No, I think, um, I think I'll just kind of do, I, I actually I want to build this into a national brand and then if we do partner with somebody to do that, I'll stay. Okay. Um, and do this. And I'm excited about, you know, with the right partner building a big brand and then if they have other brands kind of working on those and, you know, I think I didn't, I wasn't in that place in my life when I sold it to Coors. Yeah. Right. I just, I had, I had more that I needed to prove to myself that, Um, then I, I was not just like, I didn't just get lucky, yeah you know, and I know it wasn't luck, but you still want to like, I just wanted to drive it home, Mm -hmm. you know, and Ashlyn, Ashlyn did that and I'm content with it now.
0: Mm, That's amazing. Well, I could talk to you all day. Um, literally I'm like, (laughs) great. I I hardly got to anything I want (laughs) to ask you. No, but I got so much more out of it. Um, so what are some things that like what do you want to leave with people? Like when you, when you meet people or when you look at, you know, different people who are building things or just people in general, what are some things that you feel like if you bestowed some of your wisdom upon them that you feel like you could really help them out with life?
2: Yeah, I think there's, there's inspiration in, in, um, for me, it's always people that I relate to, Mm. you know? And like, I think that's the biggest thing is you know, the successes and, and, and things make, make it unrelatable in a lot of ways, but like where I come from and what I am is really just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's not like, um, and I think there's inspiration in that. Like, you know, my broken home, single mother, didn't have much like awful student. Mm-hmm. Right. I think I'm, I'm, you know, before everything, I'm just like everybody else. Right. Like I, I didn't have any advantages. I didn't have like, you know, I didn't have any of these things that would be so overwhelming. Right. Like Mm -hmm. I, I didn't have any of that stuff and, um, and still was able to like pull something off that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I think like, so it's, it's not as much as everybody thinks, um, to like, just start doing it, just going, I really really the biggest step is I really want this Mm. and like whatever that is. And, for and, and like, I really, it's like an internal fire. Like I really want this. And once you identify what that is, like no matter what your situation is, you can get there. It's, you know, like, like I said, I had no real like advantages that would be anything to speak of. Right. Like do people have it way worse than me? Absolutely. Right. Mm. Um, but I didn't have some crazy deal. And I think, um, I think finding inspiration in, in, in that is like, this dude's just like me. Mm
3: -hmm. Like he, he,
2: he, it it just, he found out that he wanted to do something and then went and did it. Like, you know, I'm not the smartest. I'm not the most creative. Like when I was a filmmaker, I didn't make the best films, (laughs) you know, like I, I've never like, I was never an all-star in sports, right? Like I, i never, I was never the best really at anything, but I just kept doing things that like sounded great to me Mm. and kept following it and following it and following it and stayed persistent. Mm -hmm. And, and having that persistence is like really the biggest thing. It doesn't mean you're going to be successful, but at least at the end of it, you'll know I fucking did everything I could. Yeah. And really, what else do you have other than that?
0: Mm-hmm. that right. Like, and that's what it boils down to. What that's else? It. Like, just look that's at, it. like, nothing. really look at what else. Yep. And then There's decide.
2: Nothing else. <laughs> yeah. You're, I did it all. Yep. I did it all. And like, that's the biggest win mm. is in the end going, I did it all. Mm-hmm. If you're honest with yourself and the honest answer is, yeah, I did it all
0: mm. that
2: I could, then you killed it.
0: Yeah. Totally yeah. agree. Love that. Oh my God. Um, Yeah. A couple couple amazing things um, that I got from you on this podcast is just like getting to like talk to somebody with the level of the decision to have, like you have such a level of certainty. Um, It's actually, whether you like Tony Robbins or not, he has the best quotes. It's like the the most certain person in the room wins. And that's 100% why you win in every room that you're in is you just, like you said in the beginning of this podcast, you do not look back. You're like, nope, Nope. that's it. That's what I'm doing. And then, if you want to take the island, you have to burn the boats. And you're just like, no way out. There's no way out from here, and we're doing this. So, those, I think those are like the key to like, I just, that's just the key. So, yeah, (laughs) so so great.
2: Yeah, getting yourself there is another thing. You know, it's it's hard to get yourself. Everybody has the external factors of family and challenges and all these different things, and um, there's a lot of sacrifice. You know, Mm -hmm. like you have to be willing to do that. And it it sounds like you would, but when you're really in it it. and, and, and the sacrifice is real, like it's really impacting other people's lives. Mm -hmm. um, That's really hard. Yeah. You know, and I'm not even saying that it's the right thing to do. Right. You know, like in a lot of ways, there's things I've done to like keep achieving my internal goal that have like you know, I've, I've broken plans and I've disappointed people mm-hmm. and I've, I've, I've done all of those things. And, and looking back, was it worth it? I could argue that
3: mm-hmm.
2: I could argue that like what it's done to people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it, it, it was just something I needed to do to finally get content with myself. I think the real, the real awful thing would be if you did all that and then you just never found contentment right. in your life, yeah. then you're like, that's a
0: shocker. Yeah. So I guess that's yeah. the 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 question right there is like, are is this going to make you become the person who you either know you're meant to be, or is this going to make you feel right. content? Or yeah, right. there's definitely massive sacrifices and relationships that are, yeah, yeah def- feel that. And I think that's always yeah. the choice on here that I hear from people yeah. is like, well, you know, I get a lot of crap from my parents or my in-laws or my, my spouse, or it's just like, I'm disappointing yeah. people. And it's, that's the, that is the, that's the, not the game, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's, but I think, what yeah, it if is. You, and, if, and you know, I think the
2: hard thing is, is like looking at, you know, if you have some sort of dreams and, and like the person you're with should be supporting that within reason, right? Yes. Yeah. Like there's, there's within reason, um, like it was fine for Janine and I to move, right? Our kids were little, yeah. you know, my daughter wasn't in eighth grade and like ruining her life and moving, right? right. They're little right? and we were young. And like, you know, if Janine in that situation would have said, you know what, fuck you, we're not going anywhere.
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: it's like, are we really like the right people for each other? Like, yeah. you're clearly, you're not even like meeting me halfway. Yeah. Like that's, and I think then, and then hopefully- when you run into those roadblocks that are kind of unreasonable and going, I'm making a change, Mm -hmm. I'm making a change. Like this isn't what I thought it was. Um, Then I think, you know, and then people are scared to make that choice. It's like, it's a series of Mm -hmm. really scary choices to, to have this type of success. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think most people aren't willing because it's uncomfortable. It's yeah. uncomfortable to have those conversations. It's uncomfortable to fire people because you know, they're not the right person and you mm, need someone better. Worst, you're, I mean, and they're blaming you. There's people all over that blame me for ruining their life and they mm-hmm. weren't a part of it. And they you know, and then you have to live with that. Yeah. You have to live with people going, Oh God, it's nice to meet you. I heard you were a fucking asshole. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> you have to, you have to deal with those things and you're like, what do you mean? I'm not a bad, I'm a nice person. Yeah, you know, I just had to make the right decision, which was uncomfortable, and um, you know, all that stuff is really hard. But depend, it all depends on your perspective and and um, what you're willing to sacrifice.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I literally just could have taken this three other directions right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, sorry, we no. Sorry. I, are you kidding me? These are my favorite kind of conversations, but um, that's a whole other thing that I'll have to have you back on just talking about really because I can see you have so much wisdom on relationships. And that's something that I think is one of the biggest things that holds people back is the fear of disappointment. And is your, I I think it's like figuring out your dream with your partner together and then always going back to, but does no matter what we're going through right now, does this still align with the ultimate outcome of the vision? Like, cause if that's the vision we're both committed to it, then this is what comes with it. Right, and it's like it, as long as you're both committed to that. Where sometimes the other one is like, "Well, now the vision is no longer work, worth it to me." So then that's we've when you there. have some problems. Been,
2: we've been there. Yeah, we've been in that. We've been in all those places, and I think like it's it's um it's and she's also been there when the business the the stress is so overwhelming of everything that it drives me into a different personal mm-hmm. space that she's like, "This isn't what I signed up for." Right? Yeah. Um. But I think if the light at the end of the tunnel is you have to compromise at some point, right? It it can't always just be about you, mm-hmm. right? It's and and for me, with in my life, it was the things that I give a fuck about are my wife and kids.
3: Mm.
2: Like in the end, that's when you're dying, mm-hmm. that's what you're thinking about. Not thinking about the businesses. You're not thinking about all this other stupid bullshit that you go through and who posted what on Instagram and all that (laughs) stupid shit. Yep. Right. Like you're probably thinking about your wife or husband and your kids. Yep. And like, for me, everything it's them. And then everything is a very distant third Mm -hmm. and work everything. So like once the priority shifted and, and it's not about saying that it's your actions say all that. Yeah. Like if I have to go on trips, you have me for the one hour that I'm there and then I'm going home. Yeah. There's no like having drinks later. There's no going a day early. I go for one hour and then I'm done. Yeah. Right. Like, And I think over time as your spouse or whoever starts seeing your commitment and the priority of them being first, then the trust starts to come back Mm -hmm. around. So now when I tell Janine... Ashlyn is my last one, and she knows that the trust is there. That this is it. Yeah, and she goes, "Okay, I'll sign up for one more." And and she knows when it's done, I'm done, and then my focus will go to her. Right, Mm. this has taken 25 years of dating and like um, and like you know being married and all of the things, but it's it's the I think one once you realize and maybe you say to yourself. My wife and kids, you know what, my wife, maybe you don't say that about your wife. Maybe that's like the one, maybe you don't give a fuck about that. I know Mm -hmm. plenty of those people too. Yeah. Well, then it's probably, you're probably in an unhealthy environment. Mm. And at a certain point, like staying together for the kids, like I come from a broken home. So like, that's not you know, they don't, no one, they don't, they'd rather be apart than see you guys fight and want to kill each other all the time. Yeah. Oh, you know? and definitely. Um, that's what I think people, there's so many dynamics that go into all this stuff and mm-hmm. especially, you know, like the boundaries of when you're creating your own schedules, mm-hmm. why can't you just come home? Like you're the boss. Yeah. Right. Like you're <laughs> What's the fucking, I mean, you know, um, and, I think there's all of those dynamics and, and the relationships have been the hardest, the hardest thing about everything. Mm. Um, because you know, it's, it's, it would be impossible to say there's not resentment when you're kind of like pushing somebody into it. Right. Right. Like when it gets hard, it's hard to not be like, well, I didn't even fucking want this.
0: Right. (laughs) Yep.
2: You know? Um, and then you got to come back around to that. It, I could talk about this stuff forever. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's tough too, because the spouse and your kids don't just don't get any credit for your success. Uh, you know, they, you know, Janine's home with the kids and, and now she works for Ashlyn too. Um, but no one tells her how great she is all day. Yeah. You know, like they just tell me. And she's like, wait a minute, I'm the one who's sacrificed. I'm the one who's like, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, you've done all this in the front, but I'm the one in the back.
0: Yeah. So let's and shout out so, to Janine. What is Janine? Like, what do you want to, like, yeah. what do you want people to know about her?
2: I mean, she, like, she's just, she's, she's a person that just doesn't come around, you know, like she's, and without her and the support and really just like, even like quiet support, right? Mm. She is super proud of me and, and like, she tells me how amazing everything is all the time. But like, She's just, she, she's just supportive. Mm. Right. And a lot of, and like knowing that support is there no matter what, um, no questions asked unconditional. I I would have never been successful without her. Mm. Right. Um, I would have never, I would have never done it. It, It's like, she hears it all. Right. (laughs) She, she has a hand in every brand I've ever created. Mm. Like, She's way more innately creative than me, right? Do this here, change the packaging here. This is too yellow. Do this, blah, blah, blah. Don't do this. Stop being such an asshole to so-and-so. Like, <laughs> do like right. Um yeah. you know, like without those little that's what people don't see in the spouse. Mm-hmm. And a good one is that one who goes, Hey, you're not that rad. Like come back down to here and in the nicest way. But like finding that is rare. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um and she I know that she doesn't care about any material, the house and the car she whatever whatever material stuff you like. she just wants me here mm. she just wants me home
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I think knowing that and the comfort in that is um is a special thing, yeah, for sure
0: uh so it's, amazing. Uh, yeah. That'll have yeah. to be a whole other podcast. Anyway. You guys really should yeah. do one together. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, so grateful for you. What can we, what can we do for you? Where can we find you, follow you, be a uh, part of all Ashlyn. your things?
2: I, I have an Instagram, but I'm I, every day I'm considering deleting it. <laughs> and so, Been there. Um, I, yeah, every day, but Ashlyn hard seltzer is the Instagram to follow. And,
0: okay. Uh, yeah. It's fun. And we can get you in stores or online or in southern california okay. yes pretty awesome. much everywhere
2: and then online there's various sites where you can order it
0: okay amazing yeah. well i'm so grateful for you i feel like um you know certain people come into your life to give you a little shot in the arm and i feel like i got mine today so it another boost to another finish line. So, so grateful. And you guys, if you love this podcast as much as I did, make sure you tag Ashland and also let Josh know what your biggest takeaway was from this. Like what was your aha moment? What was your biggest takeaway? It's always such a gift for the person to know what exactly that that was that impacted them. So you guys, until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone. people journal why didn't I journal consistently honestly they don't like staring at a blank page it's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget